0: Welcome to uh, Topic 5, <coughs> looking at um, requirements um, analysis. This is a really important topic. It's important because it's all about understanding the directive that you've been given. It's about understanding um, how to break requirements down and um, how to structure um, your your intelligence and data collection to meet those um, uh, intelligence requirements. So here's what we're going to have a look at in regards to requirements analysis. So let's have a look here at um, the main themes. So the key themes of what we're going to be looking at uh, is understanding that um, intelligence questions um, are are designed uh, to provide uh, the client with with the information that they need. It's the client that is the let me pause for a bit. Who, who is the client? The client can be the commander, the client can be um, your supervisor, the client can be um, someone that's that's essentially paying for your, your your services. So the client will determine what it is that they're looking for. And I guess we can assist in developing the requirements uh, for a specific task or operation, but we must maintain remain um, conscious that um, of the client's objectives and we're about trying to meet those objectives. The next thing we're going to be looking at is that intelligence requirements need to be refined. So you can go through them, so you can work out what are priority requirements, what aren't, and also be able to see what's possible within collection and analytical capabilities as well. So you need to be mindful of that. Um, Intelligence requirements also determine um, the collection objectives. What it is you've got to collect? And the requirements will also um, give you a sense of tasking and priorities. Um, and particularly for resource allocation, um, for intelligence operations, uh, you need to have a good understanding of the requirement so you know where to put your resources and when, and you know what the priorities are um, in tasking as well to get that data that you need. So they're the key themes that we'll cover in um, today's topic. So, there's a few different types of of requirements um, and and direction. The first is um, standing information requirements. That's about that you've been charged to um, collect particular types of information on an ongoing basis that the requirement is that you, you will collect it um, and you'll put out regular reports on information. And it's a standing request, so it's ongoing. Obviously the specific um, um, information is about um, a specific question that needs to be answered. Uh, it won't be an, might, won't be an on, might not be an ongoing thing, but rather something that you, you look at for a um, particular period of time um, and to answer a, a specific type of a question or requirement. Now intelligence directions will also want to have a bit of background to the situation um, and why the intelligence is is required to give you a sense of the context. Um, It will also look at um, when it's required by, so when is it due. It will give a sense of priority for this. And also it will tell you how the intelligence to be provided. What type of product um, does um, does the client want. And so um, there's some of the things that we will see in terms of getting a requirement or or a directive um, to gather intelligence. So as I said, it'll either be a standing, an ongoing thing, it'll be a specific thing, um, and you'll be asked to probably include, you'll need to get some background, you'll need to find out when it's due, get a sense of the priority of it, and also how you're gonna report it as well. Will it be an oral report? Will it be a briefing? You need to have a look at that as well. Now, as I say, intelligence questions are designed to meet a client's information needs. Um, at an operational level, um, I guess, an intelligence teams usually begin with looking at what's going on now. Um, and so they'll look at the current situation or environment um, in which the operation is going to occur. So what's taking place at the moment? Um, so once you've established what's known, as the basis you then want to try and establish a, a mechanism for, for, for looking at what's unknown what's not happening um, and in doing that can be looking at doing some sort of predictive analysis uh, Can be looking at uh, various different stakeholders uh, a whole host of, of, of ways that you begin looking at it I guess anal- analysts will also identify in what they gaps in what they already know and what they need to know to fill those gaps So, you know, obviously starting with what we know um, and then thinking what we need to know in order to meet that particular intelligence requirement is pretty important. And finally, looking at the most, I guess the most difficult aspect of the requirement um, is determining what's unknown, as I say, and what's needed to obtain. Um, It's challenging because we, you know, (laughs) we we don't know what we don't know. And, um, And so some of that can be a little bit difficult in terms of trying to work it out. But that's um, you know it's part of the ways that we're designing, I guess, uh, to meet clients' information needs. So let's have a look a bit further on. We also need to know that um, clients determine their objective, but the the analysts can assist, I suppose, in developing that requirement for a particular operation. So what I'm saying there, the client decides what the objective is, but obviously the analyst has a role in. in developing the requirement to meet that specific task or operation. Um, So it's important that the analysis and the intelligence manager um, understand the operational design, what it is that it's trying to achieve, um, and the intelligence requirements so that they can, I guess, provide the best possible advice. And it goes back to topics two and three particularly. When we looked at the operational context and we looked at the operational design, it's important for the analyst the intelligence officer to have a good understanding of that operational design and the operational context because it's that which will provide them with the ability um, to give the best possible intelligence to the decision makers. Um, It's also important to understand what the operational outcomes are uh, and we've talked about that in previous topics. And again, understand the the client's organizational culture and we've covered that understand the resources, um, and understand, again, the internal and external factors that shape the operation. So this is all very familiar, very familiar when we looked at Topic 2, but it doesn't hurt to bring it back, because it's all leading into how do we best interpret the requirement that we've been given. Now, have a look here. Um, Intelligence requirements um, obviously need to be refined, um, so that we know what we're capable of getting and what we're able to analyse. So, you know, if we look at the, um, at the US Marine intelligence, um, their aim is to obviously get the best possible advice. Um, and therefore they believe that, that the requirements themselves need to be refined and need to be well drafted. And I think this is a really important thing. It's hard to understand uh, a requirement if it's not clear, or if it's, a big, if it's an ambiguous one. You know, for example, if you were to say, what are the impact of drugs in New South Wales? That's a very broad one and it gives us more questions than it does answer if that was a requirement that we were asked to, to provide some intel on. Um, so, as I say, the United States Marine, uh, Marines have come up with a few things that they believe need to be tied in to developing intelligence requirements so we're better at analysing, better able to analyse them. Um, and the first thing is only ask one question. Make it nice and clear. What is going on? Who, what, when, where and, and why? Focus on specific facts events or activities. um, Keep it tied to the decision-making process, what needs to be um, understood in order to make the best decision possible. And finally looking at I guess what is um, a clear statement on what's needed Um, and obviously what elements and limits the scope are within the requirement as well. So acknowledging those factors um, allow the the analysts to get a better idea of what's inspect of what's inspected, um, and so that's that's really important. Have a look here. <clears throat> so we're looking now at intelligence requirements and developing um, an intelligence uh, collection plan. Now, in the previous topic two, we looked at this diagram here, and as a as a flow of of how to plan um, a collection. Here is a very um, a very detailed one here looking at it's a, it's a military one and it's a collection plan what it does is this it puts the requirement the intelligence requirement here okay so it looks at if it's a PIR it's a priority um, intelligence requirement if it's an IR it's just an intelligence requirement they're placed in in, in the column here they then list indicators that, how do we know that we're actually going to meet those particular PIRs or IRs. Um, And if necessary, any specific information that they may need to to get um, and so forth. But over here is where they name the agency, uh, where they're going to collect it from, where they're going to get this information from. Um, And so we then have a time and place where it's to be reported to, when, and any sort of comments as well. So down the bottom here, they've got, the, he's got an example, you know, what are, where and what strengths are the threat forces? Uh, and then, so how are we gonna do that? We're gonna discover uh, trails and so forth within the, um, the operation area. We're then going to look at the, um, the report, which is going to be, well, how do we, you know, what are the instructions? We're gonna look at border crossing and so forth. So that's how we're going to know that specific information example there very elaborate sort of a a chart um, but it's important to get a sense of of planning the collection that you're going to do and that's the really that's that's the bit i'm trying to drive home and throughout this subject we are going to look much closely at um, collection plans and even some simplified models of collection plans just to give you a a better idea so resources for collection plans Uh, We need to know what type of resources we might need in order to collect um, and undertake collection tasks. We might find that some resources belong to other organisations or we might find that they're devoted to other operations or so forth. So the analysts need to be able to find information, need to be able to uh, collect information that could perhaps be uh, utilised elsewhere or maybe even need to get information from specialists or require expertise. So they may need to get their information from external sources, um, large, you know, academics, journalists, you know, any other sort of large, um, other sort of people. So they need to know, well, where can I get, what resources are available to them to get that particular type of information? The next thing is looking at, um, you know, whether you need to do allocate or borrowing resources. Um, so you need to be able to organize access to, to resources, particularly if you did with other agencies, um, they take time. So you need to put those things, those requests <clears throat> from other agencies um, well ahead. And that's part of your collection plan. Knowing that something might take four weeks to get from a department means, you know, order that first and then continue on with other parts of your collection as well. Um, now, all often changing circumstances are gonna mean that, you know, Uh, capabilities are going to be redirected so we need to be flexible about what we can achieve and what we can do. And finally I guess um, uh, commanders and intelligence managers also need to make judgments about prioritizing collections um, and, and analyst tasks in order to maximize their effectiveness. So what are we saying? Well it's really about identifying what's the priorities and what's not and clearly making those and articulating those to the intelligence collector or analyst. So we've talked a bit today about um, collections and collection plans and what I want to, to, to leave you with is the under the, is the importance of two things. The importance of one is understanding what the requirement is, the ability to be able to interpret what that directive is, to have the necessary background, the necessary understandings in order for you to plan what information is, 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 is required. And often that starts with knowing what we know. The other important point is the development of a collection plan. Once you've, you know what the requirement's wanting, um, it's really important then for you to start breaking it down into tasks. What do we need to get to answer that particular requirement? Um, and that's where uh, a good sound collection plans that, that feature what it is you're going to you need to get, where you're going to get it from, by when and by whom, all become really important facets um, to developing and understanding uh, requirements. So I've got some readings there as you can see, Um, make some time out if you can to have a read of those, Um, and as as always there's some study questions there uh, if you would like to um, test your knowledge a little bit further. Um, In our uh, evening tutorials we will cover uh, collection plans in a bit more detail. Um, so if you're finding after this short presentation and after your readings and so forth, you're still not certain, um, by all means, tune into our evening tutorials and we'll go into it even deeper. So um, until then, um, if you have any more questions or so forth, please um, don't hesitate to give me a call.